0: Welcome back. If you are a regular listener, you may know that every week at this time, we welcome Michelin Soul Guide Digital Editor Yerika Park to the studio for Food and Beyond. Well, she's not here this week, at least not in the studio. That's because we headed out for a little field trip just a few days ago. Koreans as a whole don't generally eat a whole lot of lamb, but there is one big exception. Those Chinese-style Yangguzi places you see more and more of all the time. Yerika took me out to one of her favorites. Have a listen. Yerika, cool to see you in a non-studio environment. Yeah. So- we I don't prefer to
1: do this every week instead <laughs> of like once every six months.
0: This is some real field reporting that we're doing here in what I'm told is a really popular joint. I think you're the one that told me that.
1: Yeah, I've been coming here for a while now, almost a decade. Um, this used to be my go-to spot to eat lamb skewers, Chinese-style lamb skewers, to be more specific, uh, Xinjiang-style lamb skewers also called Beijing lamb skewers or old Beijing lamb skewers.
0: A lot of Chinese characters uh, on the stairwell coming up, and you can see those on the wall in here. So you have a little bit of a feel that you're not quite in Korea. You're in a Chinese restaurant. Um, Is this real Chinese-Chinese food, or is this a Chinese-Korean food restaurant? No, this is
1: a real Chinese-Chinese food that uh, made its way to Korea, and then it became popular popular here in Korea among Koreans. I mean, the, the basic flavors are pretty much the same but um, I don't know there there are slight differences for example Koreans Koreans don't eat lamb a lot it's not part of their daily diet uh, Koreans eat a lot of pork for example they love beef there's a lot of chicken here um, and fish but lamb lamb is not a common meat you know consumed here in Korea by local Koreans um, if you look at historical records, Thousand years ago, during the Goryeo Dynasty, there are records that Koreans did consume lamb, um, but in recent times, not really. In 2008, about a decade ago, um, these lamb skewers, which are now everywhere, basically, kind of made their entrance into the Korean food scene. Um, there's a there's a 600 meter long strip of road near Konkuk University exit 6 of the subway station, that has a lot of Chinese restaurants, like authentic Chinese restaurants. And uh, that's that's how these lamb skewers became popular. Um, you know, a lot of university students go there. A lot of Chinese laborers live there. And uh, lamb skewers are not that expensive. They're about 1,000 won per piece.
0: Yeah, they've really caught on, it seems, today in Korea. Mm-hmm. I think that earlier statement you made about Koreans not eating lamb... You could almost make that statement about many East Asians, uh, Japan, Hong Kong, even um, a lot of places in Southeast Asia. The places where you find people eating lamb...
1: Is mostly like northern China, northwestern China.
0: Well, I was going to say any place you've had contact with Islamic cultures, right? Right, Right. Because it tends to be linked to that, right?
1: Yeah, and uh, that's what Xinjiang province is all about. A lot of Muslims live there. And uh, if you look at the way the lamb is marinated and uh, the kind of like spice rub, uh, there's a lot of cumin, for example, cumin seeds, whole cumin seeds, szechuan um, peppers, salt, chili powder, that kind of stuff. So for Koreans, it's, it's, it's exotic. Um, cumin, for example, is not um, a flavor profile that's commonly found in Korean cuisine. It's actually not at all found in Korean cuisine. It's very, very exotic. Um, but... Uh, If you go to China, a lot of people say that eating these lamb skewers in China, uh, the the flavor of the meat is really strong. Gamey is the word. That's always
0: what people describe lamb as, right?
1: Exactly. It's too gamey. Oh, it's too strong. I don't like it. But most of the lamb skewer restaurants that I've been to in Korea, and I've been to a lot of them because Mm -hmm. I love this so much, the, the lamb flavor, it's, it's actually really, really mild. The, the gaminess is really toned down. And that's because um, it, that all depends on the type of meat used for these lamb skewers. Anything over 12 months of age, like sheep that is over 12 months of age, they start to produ- they start producing these hormones that result in the gaminess of the meat. But anything under 12 months, really young lamb they don't really have that gaminess. So, yeah. So game. we're
0: talking genuine lamb here. Yeah. In other parts of the world, you may say lamb, but sometimes it's, you mean mutton. mutton. Yeah, yeah.
1: Which uh, does have a strong gamey flavor, which I, I love mutton too. I <laughs> get that. That's the whole point of eating, you know, mutton or lamb.
0: Mutton curry used to be one of my favorite sure. dishes ever. Right. So this is yang gochi. The yang refers to lamb. Gochi is the, the type skewer. of skewer. yes. And as you mentioned, it's Chinese food, but it's Xinjiang Chinese food. Have you ever been to Western China?
1: No, I haven't,
0: actually. Um, Neither have I. But uh, I had a friend kind of cynically tell me at one point, it ain't China. Uh, It's almost like going to a Middle Eastern country.
1: I've seen documentaries. There you go.
0: It's so different, apparently.
1: The way people dress are different. The people, the way people look are different, and the and the street food sold on the streets are completely different. Yeah, you know, it doesn't look like Chinese food. It looks more like Middle Eastern
0: food, right?
1: Yeah. There's a lot of lamb. Even the dumplings are often made with like you know lamb meat. The the flatbreads, for example. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I mean, it is an ethnic min- minority, and they have occasionally there are there issues out there, mm-hmm. but for. Our purpose is here in Korea. It's Chinese food.
1: Yeah, and you people come here to to enjoy the lamb skewers, which are barbecued right at the table over charcoal. It's really a lot. It's really fun. It's very interactive. You you grill the lamb skewers yourself. Um, You know they're they're pretty small. The lamb the lamb meat is cut into like small pieces, and then like there are five or six pieces per skewer. So you eat them, you dip it in the dry rub, like I mentioned earlier, like the spiced salt. And then there are other dishes, in addition to the lamb, um, that people love to order as well. Uh, for example, uh, the sweet and sour pork, the crispy pork, guobaro, And they have like these uh, spicy noodle soup, which is, the noodles are made from corn. And they're really, they have a nice bouncy chewy texture as well. Like Uksusumian, for example, they have dumplings and they have Mapo tofu, stuff like that. Like Sichuan food meets uh, northwestern Chinese, so it's a really interesting combination of um, dishes that are not that are not commonly
0: consumed here in Korea that people can find here. I'm not sure I've ever had noodles made out of corn. I think we may need to order some of those. Yeah. Obviously, we're going to order yanguchi. The lamb skewers. Uh, do they bring that little special machine that cooks them?
1: What happens is you put the skewer on the machine. Over the charcoal, and the machine basically, like you know, moves from left to right. Mm. It, it, along the way, they 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 move the skewers from left to right, so that every side of the lamb cooks evenly. And you literally don't have to do anything but just watch, you know, and pick one off the grill and just eat it.
0: It's pretty hypnotizing to watch, yeah. actually.
1: Those are actually new. Um, when I first started eating lamb skewers, I, I didn't see those machines, but now it seems like they're everywhere, and they're you know super convenient. But I don't mind like the. The old, old school, old fashioned way. I, I like picking up my skewer and just like, you know, turning it. Kind of
0: campfire style. It's,
1: yeah, it's not that much work. You know what I mean? <laughs> so we're going to order that and then we're going to try uh, some, maybe some other dishes on the menu. We might try the spicy mala tongue with the noodles and then the, the spicy corn noodle soup that you wanted to try earlier.
0: That sounds wonderful. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay it looks like some of the stuff has arrived here.
1: We have ordered 30 skewers. So one portion is around like 10 skewers, right? Uh, equivalent to like 10 bucks per skewer. And at this place, I can see that the meat has already been marinated, which means the meat is going to be even more tender. The meat has a kind of like an orangey hue to it. Um, when you go to these restaurants they always give you like a side of uh, dipping salt that's basically like spiced salt. Um, it's
0: quite red isn't it?
1: It's quite red it's chili powder um, cumin seeds or in this case I don't see any whole cumin seeds in you so it might have been they might have been crushed. I see sesame seeds as well and what you do is you basically grill char grill the skewers and once they're done you dip it in that spiced sh- uh, salt and you eat them and then we have like some side dishes as well we have um, whole roasted peanuts that have been salted these are like tiny peanuts with the skin intact i love those actually i can just eat those with beer and i'm happy and then there's some like a uh, pickled daikon radish the yellow ones and then we have something called um chasai that's what koreans call it or za-chai in chinese Basically, they are uh, kind of like the stems of mustard, mustard greens that have been salted, pressed, dried, and then they're rubbed with a chili oil, and then they're kind of like fermented. So they have a sour taste to it, almost like kimchi, actually.
0: Do lamb seasoning blends differ significantly in, around the world? I mean, you're getting sort of a Middle Eastern style by eating Xinjiang style. Is that radically different from what you might encounter in, in Morocco or, say, elsewhere?
1: No, actually. Middle Eastern spices are pretty similar wherever you go. You, you do get a strong um, hit of cumin. Um, that's a predominant... Uh, it's a very commonly used spice in the Middle Eastern areas. And uh, if you go to Turkey, for example, uh, they have their own special, like, um, za'atar. Have you heard of za'atar? It's I have their, heard of it. Yes, yeah, spice blend. Um... So that's the Middle East. When you go to, like, Australia and New Zealand, where a lamb is a, a commonly eaten meat, mm-hmm. um, I think they just, it's like... a bit more straight ahead. Just yeah, salt. Just, just salt, pepper. Uh, if you go to England, I think they serve it with, like, mint jelly. Is yeah,
0: that right? Yeah, it's like a condiment. A uh, little bit of just salt and pepper on the outside, and then whatever you might dip it in. Even things like tzatziki, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then, for example, like, you go to, like, a nice French restaurant, and they would crust the The rack of lamb with a spice blend, for example, it could be like crushed pistachios and um, you know parsley, any sort of like herbs, uh, coat that on the rack of lamb and then grill it. Yeah, so I think every every culture has their own way of dressing the lamb or seasoning the lamb.
0: One of the nicest little meals that I made for my mom and dad at one point was an entire lamb gigot, like a leg. Leg of lamb. You you cut away some of the 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 tendons and the fat because that's very strong Mm -hmm. in flavor.
1: The fat has all the gaminess of the lamb. It really does.
0: And you cut little slits in the gigot and you stick in whole cloves of garlic.
1: And rosemary. Rosemary. Yeah. So basically you stab the entire leg with a with a knife. <laughs> yeah. And then through those slits you put in like a little slice of garlic and rosemary, rub the whole thing with like salt, pepper, olive oil, and then it goes in the oven for hours. it takes a long time it takes to cook. Quite, like it the depends layout.
0: on the size, right? Yeah. But uh, yeah, it takes a, it's a slow roast, low mm-hmm. and slow. And it came out beautifully.
1: Those are beautiful. I cooked those in, in for Christmas. You know, I'm, I live with a French, and every time we have friends over for, for Christmas Eve, for example, I cook a whole leg of lamb and uh, just, like, slice it. It's still pink in the middle, so tender. Serve those with, like, uh, any type of po- potatoes, really. Potatoes, whatever, roasted vegetables.
0: As a home cook in Korea, sourcing lamb, like an entire lamb leg... has
1: become easier.
0: It has become easier.
1: In recent years. Okay. Because Korea, Korea now imports, like... Uh, fresh lamb even from Australia. We can get New Zealand lamb. Um, If you go to foreign food marts in Itaewon or Hanamdong, dong you go to the deep freeze section, you can find all cuts of lamb in the deep freeze from a whole leg of lamb to lamb shoulder to lamb ribs. Um, Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. And they're all halal too. So if you see, um, there are small, small pieces of lamb that are skewered and in between each meat piece of meat there's a s- tiny sliver of fat
0: that's Are been put in on just a pure in
1: between the, the the meat and that is because you don't eat the fat as you can see most of that fat i would say like 90% renders off anyway just melts yeah but what that does is it makes the meat moist and it makes it adds a nice kind of like a crust makes the outer surface of the meat super crispy as well.
0: So it, it sort of distributes. Yeah. Because these little gear flywheels are being turned by the machine, sure. basically it's self-basting. Mm-hmm. The fat is kind of rolling around exactly. the skewer.
1: Um, if this was just completely lean meat skewered onto the thing, um, that might dry out, actually. Yeah. That might taste really dry. Well, I
0: can feel it on my face. It's a very hot yeah. flame. Exactly. And if there were no fat to sort of coat it.
1: And the meats are... Pieces are so small... There was no fat on there that would just completely like overcook and dry out, and that would not taste very nice.
0: The idea behind cooking, uh, cutting them so small is to quicken the cooking time?
1: Well, that too. I mean, the skewers are really small too. Yeah. Right? Uh, the idea is you can, like, I don't know, two bite that.
0: Yeah. yeah one
1: bite, maybe even like I could just like.
0: Yeah, it's kind of a quick turn. I think because it's designed to be sort of social. Exactly. You're always restocking the things, and yeah. And
1: large chunks of lamb would take a lot longer to cook as well on the charcoal. So these are ready. You can see by the caramelized surface, they're kind of like brown around the surface, and uh, they're like sputtering away, they're bubbly. And when you take a mouthful of that, you, you, you... you can hear the meat sizzling and that's a good sign.
0: All right, so I just uh, used my chopsticks to strip the little pieces off of uh-huh. the skewer, roll it around in the red powder yeah. before I strip it off the skewer.
1: Oh, it's, it's there's no rule. There's no rule? Yeah, however you like it.
0: Nobody's gonna come out and yell at me. No. All right, so I can just kind of uh, roll it around. Is it very spicy, the powder? Not at all. Ooh, that is wonderful.
1: So flavorful.
0: When you look at these little bits from the outside, Yeah. You get the visual impression that they're going to be kind of dry. But they're they're so not dry Mm -hmm. at all. It tastes like a kebab, which is logical.
1: Super tender and really flavorful. And the marinade is really, like, penetrated
0: the Mm -hmm. inside through the meat. Mm -hmm. So
1: even without that chili powder, the spice salt, Mm -hmm. it's good on its own.
0: Hey, the um, fried squid arrived, too. Yeah.
1: Those are basically like um, squid. That have been cut into thin strips, and that have been battered, deep fried, and they've been tossed with dry chili oil, and you can actually see like the dry chili in there, Yeah. and other vegetables. I see carrots, I see green peppers, I see green onions. Two um, kinds of hot pepper, green and I think and Szechuan ranch. pepper as well. I see little flecks of something dark.
0: That's not spicy.
1: Not spicy at all?
0: It's way spicier looking mm-hmm.
1: than it is spicy. it tastes. Okay.
0: But that's really nice. Mmm.
1: I love the, the flavor of the, the peppers on that squid. You can really taste the peppers. Um, The dried, kind of like um, the, the peppers when they're fried in oil, it releases the oils as well. Yeah, yeah. And plus, uh, they've added chili oil to the dish as well.
0: So we got two kinds of different noodles that have arrived at the table. They're both really, really fire engine red, which I have to be honest is a little intimidating.
1: They look like... Um, Italian tomato sauce red.
0: That's right. Yeah. But it ain't from tomatoes that you're no, getting this red.
1: They're from um, peppers. So we ordered two different noodle dishes. One is a mala tangmyeon with uh, Sichuan peppers. Um, the other one is a spicy, I think this is based on like Korean red chili peppers. Onmyeon it's called. And the noodles are the, the corn noodles.
0: Yeah, I've yet to try. I'm going to try these corn noodles right now. If I didn't know they were corn noodles, there's nothing really distinct about them, right?
1: There's, they have a kind of like a chewy texture. Nothing really, really distinctive about them, but they're yellowy in color.
0: A little bouncy, I guess.
1: They look like angel hair almost. the yeah. thi- The thickness of the noodles or the thinness of the noodles? Vermicelli. Mm, a little bit thicker than vermicelli, like okay. spaghettini. Yeah, yeah. Let's try the. Um, The mala tongue. What do you think, Kurt? (coughs) Okay, there's his reaction.
0: Well, what always happens with me... You can hear it now, right? I always swallow, like, one little chili flake. Okay. And it destroys my voice, and it destroys my, like, uh, the back of my sort of palate. Your eyes are red. It's really dangerous with these hot soups, because there's lots of little chili powders or chili flakes in there. And if you take that back to the back of your throat or miss swallow, even a single drop of it, mm-hmm. you're in big trouble. Just like I found myself in a moment ago. You
1: look really sad. You're crying. I look really,
0: I'm sad that I didn't take that bite properly. Really, that's what it boils okay. down to.
1: So I finished with my bowl of like onion, and now I'm moving on to the mala
0: soup mala. noodles. Yeah. And the ma-la concept, once again, is a combination of two different kinds of hot. Spicy? Spicy. La is what we know in Korea, just hot. Gochujang, kind of hot. Ma is Sichuan pepper hot.
1: It's the tingly kind of spicy. Very unique kind of um, sensation in your mouth when you have Sichuan peppers, which I love, by the way.
0: Yeah. The best way to describe it is if you were to touch a little battery to your tongue or to your lips that's how it feels as if a mild electric current is going through
1: so this one off the bat it just smells different too the mala I would say the mala tangmyeon is much more flavorful it's um, herbal floral this is a different different kind of spice. oh yeah
0: there's that smell right Sichuan peppercorn yeah. smell
1: so try it actually the, the, this one is my favorite it I love that me too
0: I love getting a whole bag of Sichuan peppercorns and crushing them up a little bit and flavoring oil with Mm -hmm. it. And then you can put that on anything. You can put that on chicken or even scrambled eggs, and you got a little bit of that um, sort of mala thing going on. The thing
1: with Sichuan peppers, it has such a complex flavor. It almost feels, it has a sour tang to it as well. Mm -hmm.
0: The one thing I've never conquered in life is Sichuan hot pot. Okay. Have you ever done it? Oh,
1: yeah. I love that stuff. You like it? Yeah. They, they have it here, right here at this restaurant. I mean, I've too. sat
0: down to it mm-hmm. with the intention, mm-hmm. and I've had like two bites, and then I have to back away. Oh,
1: I love that stuff. I
0: mean, that is just 100% Sichuan-infused oil.
1: And the thing be- with Sichuan peppers is that when you eat a lot of it, you almost get a Sichuan pepper high. Right. You know? Yeah.
0: yeah it I can be quite can a rush. Loading.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I
0: love that sensation. Uh, huh. Eureka, the meal is complete. Our table looks like a Game of Thrones battlefield.
1: My mouth is on fire.
0: My mouth is on fire, too. Uh, I'm dragon. (laughs) So we both got this sort of mala, tingling, Mm -hmm. hot thing going on. What do you want? Uh, I'll I'll treat you to something after this. What do Mm -hmm. you think goes best? Ice cream?
1: Iced coffee.
0: Iced coffee. Mm -hmm. That'll do it. With a little extra spoon of sugar. After spicy food like this I always like something a you little crave
1: sugar. You've been talking about ice cream from like twenty minutes back.
0: You know, you didn't have to point that out, but uh <laughs> I Okay <did. laughs> I feel like All I All right,
1: let's go get some ice cream.
0: Cool.